Well, hello, hello, and happy 2016 to all of my beautiful bastards. How are you doing? Have you did you have a good time? Did you have a good Christmas? Uh, how's two? I mean, 2016s. I mean, this is I'm actually recording this on Sunday night because I'm going to be a little bit busy on Monday. So this is actually the third day of January. And how's January been treating you so far? I know it's only three days old, but let's be honest. When you decide you don't like a person, you can decide in a couple of seconds whether or not the person you're dealing with is a jackass or not. So you've had three days. Has 2016 been cool to you or has it been a jackass? That's what I want to know. You know, so far, 2016 has just been sitting in the corner looking at me, talking to me about the stuff it's going to do. And I got news for you. I know there's a whole lot of people that have all that have had in my life that have always told me about stuff they were going to do. And only a few of them have actually done the stuff. So I'm looking at you right now, 2016. And I got news for you. Starting tomorrow, you know, you're not going to be able to sit in that chair right now and tell me what you're going to do for me this year. I'm going to have to ask you to get your punk ass up and start doing the stuff you said you were going to do. You know, I was sitting in my house in 2016, sent me a text talking about I'm going to see you in a couple of days and we're going to have a great time. And I said, OK, 2016, what are you going to do? And 2016 said to me, S machine. And I don't know why it's calling me that, because it doesn't know me that well. I've only met it three days ago you don't get to call me s machine unless you're one of my beautiful bastards or someone i'm banging (laughs) and i'd like that to be some of my beautiful bastards okay that's asking too much just listen to the podcast and tell people but 2016 said to me listen s machine no we're gonna do we're gonna lose the rest of that weight and i said okay 2016 i'm all for it And I said, you know what else I'm going to do for you, my friend? And I said, what is it, 2016? He says, I'm going to make your podcast audience grow exponentially. And I said, you know what, 2016, I'd like that. I mean, I'm happy with the people I have now. But if you can give me a whole bunch of new people, that's what 2016 promised me. I, I, I would really appreciate that. And then 2016 said, you know what? I might actually somehow get your punk ass on a late night television to do some stand up. And I said, OK, 2016, I'd like that, too. And he said, don't hold me to that one. And I said, OK, 2016, you're already hedging your bets. OK, now you sit right down there. Let me finish this episode. And then we're going to have to have a nice long talk, 2016, about you promising things that you can't deliver. And 2016 said to me, <laughs> There's nothing I can't do, punk. And then I looked at 2016 and said, 2015 said the same crap. And that's why 2015's gone. And it's not just because of the passaging passages of, of the year. I actually walked 2015 out back at around 1231. And then I waited until the fireworks were going. And then I shot 2015. And nobody knew what happened because all they heard was the fireworks. And then 2016 looked at me and said, whoa, you are weird. And I pointed to my gun and I said, 2016, don't test me punk and in 2016 said that's a toy gun jackass it's a water gun what are you gonna do squirt me and then i looked back at 2016 and said i'm not really good at threatening people (laughs) okay none of that happened but (laughs) but the funny thing is you know when you look at 2016 we always have these weird things where we have these uh 
arbitrary times when we decide we're going to start doing stuff. Oh, on January 1st, what I'm going to do is on January 1st, what you're going to do is you're going to wipe up a lot of vomit and urine that's all over your rug. That's what you're going to do. And when 20, when January 1st comes around, you know what you were doing, trying to find your car and then also trying to find out how you can get your car removed from that tree. That's what you did on January 1st. You know what you did on January 1st? You tried to find a way to explain to your wife why you had whipped cream on your ass and your foot was strapped to a freaking old style radiator. That's what you were going to do on January 1st. That's what you were going to do. You're not fooling anybody. So cut the crap. Now, do you have any kind of New Year's resolutions? Yeah, they ain't going to happen. Cut it out. You're embarrassing yourself. You know what you need to do, my friends? Just calm down and say, you know what I'm going to do? Damn it. I'm just going to try to be a little bit better every day. And that's it. Stop all of that New Year's resolution crap. Because when we we do New Year's resolutions, we we always come up with some big, gigantic thing we want to do. And because it's such a big, gigantic thing, it intimidates us. And the second we because because what you actually start to do, you start to. You start to work toward that thing that you wanted to do. You start working toward it. And it's so big, it's impossible for you to even take a bite out of it. Say you want to lose 100 pounds. You work out for a week. You work out a bunch of times. And the next thing you know, you're going, I didn't lose any weight. And he says, of course you didn't lose any weight. You started working out on Monday morning. It's Tuesday afternoon. What did you think you were going to lose? 40 pounds, jackass. And this is too hard. This actually hurts. I'm winded. I'm tired. And then you stop. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to eat better. I'm going to eat nothing but sprouts, salads, and diet water. That's all I'm going to have. No more fast food. And then your sister comes in with some General Tso's chicken, and you sit there, and she goes, I can't eat all of this. And she puts it on the table, and she goes upstairs, and you stick your fork in it. You take one bite of the General Tso's chicken, and just like a person who's trying to get off heroin or shouldn't be drinking, you shouldn't have had that vodka. And if you're a heroin addict you should get that needle away from your arm you shouldn't have done it but it's too tough you don't realize that it's all fits and starts and i'm going to lose a couple pounds and i'm going to gain a pound and i'm going to lose five pounds and i'm going to gain two pounds back it uh, that's the way it works nothing is a straight line but we all get all caught up in that crap well let me tell you something my friends don't worry about it it's all gonna work out i'm telling you it's all gonna work out you know Cause I was watching one of those things. I was watching this thing on uh, on YouTube, and everybody was talking about uh, you know uh, Ronda Rousey losing the fight. Now, granted, that happened a while ago, but they're still giving her a hard time. Jose Aldo got knocked out by Conor McGregor, and everybody's giving him a hard time. But if you really think about it, they're the, they're the best fighters in the world fighting the other best fighters in the world. And when Ronda Rousey says, "I want to retire undefeated," I just want—I mean, there was somebody should have walked up to her and said, "Listen." Um, <laughs> If you look at fighters that are in the Hall of Fame, that are champions, the reason that they all have losses is because they're fighting the other greatest fighters. The fighters that they lost to are also in the Hall of Fame. It's very, very rare to go without to go through a whole career without a loss. The whole idea is when you do get your ass whipped and it's going to happen, wipe your mouth off, heal up, get back in the gym and come back and whoop some ass. That's what you got to do. And that would have been advice I would have given her as her as a friend. Granted, she would have said, fuck you, you bastard, and broke my arm. 
and that would have been awful. But then again, she would have been on top of me to break my arm. And even though it would have been awful, I had my arm broken. The two seconds before my arm broke, she'd be on top of me, and I'd be like, oh, yeah, this is, ow. See, because it would take two seconds. I would be like, man, she feels good, ow. Or, man, she smells good, ow. And then I would go, you know what, you, you smell good and you feel good, but my arm's broken. Please call the hospital. <laughs> you know, grand thing, grand scheme of things, that probably wouldn't have been worth it. I mean, I, I would love to get it on with her, but not at the expense of my arms. I kind of like them. Back to what I was talking about. But what I'm saying is 2016 is just so damn new. It's so damn new. It just started. It got here. It still has its new car smell to it. You did. Ah, that smells like New Year. Ah, nobody's farted in the New Year yet. Ah, nobody's nobody's left any dings on the New Year yet. Ah, the New Year hasn't started leaking oil yet. Ah, the the New Year is so new that I haven't had to change the air in my tires from summer air to winter air, winter air to summer air. None of that's happened yet. Ah, nobody's left footprints on the carpet yet. Ah, I haven't even had to take it to the to the wash to, to, to get it washed in the car wash yet. Ah, it still has a full tank of gas from the dealership. That's how new the year is. But just like anything else, eventually. You got to get the tires changed on your car. You get a flat. You know, somebody steps on your carpet with greasy shoes. Oh, no. You get a little bit of a scratch because some jackass parked too close to you. He or she swang, swung the door open and the scratched the car. Not the enough of a scratch for you to go. I better get this fixed. Just enough to irritate the crap out of you when you get into your car. I know I'm jumping from subject to subject right now, but it's late and I'm tired and listening to me ramble about dumb crap, even though a lot of this is prepared. Listen to me ramble about dumb crap is what you signed up for two years ago. So shut up, punks. <laughs> and the reason I, I keep drawing comparisons between 2016 being new and a new car, because I remember when I got my new car, my, my first new car, I'd had cars before, but it was my first new car. And and I and I hit somebody, and I think I I think I told actually I think I actually told the story before I, I hit the guy's truck with my car. I went and found him. He cursed me out. I, but he was so impressed by the fact that I could have gotten away with it, but I chose not to because I'm not that type of cat. And I was he said, you know what? Don't even bother. I'm cool. And he, he was cool because nothing happened except he got a little bit of a. You could even see if I hadn't said anything to him, he wouldn't have known his truck got hit. But my car had a dent in it. But it was one of those dents where you wouldn't eat. It's like it's not worth getting this dent fixed because it would have cost about 700 bucks to get that. It was just a dent, you know, and I and I and I put the suction cups on it and, and popped it out myself. But it was still a little bit of a dent that just a little bit of a dent. Most people that I drove around, even the girl I was dating with at the time, didn't even notice the dent until I pointed it out. And she goes, I wouldn't even have noticed if you didn't point it out. And it wasn't worth getting it fixed. But it irritated me for a while. And then I got used to it. Then it was new car plus punk ass dent that I almost don't notice anymore. And then I had to get the tire. I had a flat tire. And then I had a battery that was that I had to change. And then this happened. Little tiny punk ass things that if I decided to be all upset about them, it would have ruined the new car experience. But you get dings on a car. So what? You either fix the ding or you go, 
that's not really that bad. You get a flat tire, you put fix a flat in, you go to the place, they pull out the nail, you put you put that crap in the hole or you get another tire and then you keep driving. Somebody puts their foot on the damn floor and puts a little grease on the rug, either you clean the rug or you can't clean the rug, but it doesn't really matter. You still got a car and you're still driving around in the car and who cares? It doesn't matter anymore. Just shut up, punk, and enjoy your car. You got to get batteries for the car. Now, what am I talking about when I talk about all those things? I'm talking about what happens during the course of a year. The year starts and it's fresh like a new car. But eventually things are going to happen that happen all the time. And you can't let them mess with your mind. That little ding. Okay, you you lost 15, 20 pounds. You gained three back. What are you supposed to do? Go, well, I gained three back, man. This is bullshit. I'm just going to give up now and have ice cream sundaes that are covered in lard. No, you go, well, I lost, uh, I gained a couple pounds back. Who cares? I'm still down 17. Let me get back on track. There's so many things that go wrong during the course of the year. And then as soon as that crap goes wrong, all of a sudden, oh, I got to give up now because something bad happened. I can't take it anymore. <laughs> Stop being a punk. See, I've been there. I know what it's like. Well, I, I, went, I, mean, I had to lose some weight and I was methodical about it, man. I had a doctor's appointment and the doctor said, come back in three months, you know, and I said, OK, cool. No problems. I was having a little bit of a health issue at the time. So I'm working out and I I just made a decision. I'm going to work out 45 minutes a day, no matter what it is. Somehow I'm going to be constantly moving, either lifting or hitting a heavy bag or kicking a heavy bag or swinging the kettlebell. No matter what it is, it's going to be 45 straight minutes, no stopping, no matter what. And the first time I did it, oh, I felt like if somebody had broken into the house and said, I'll kill everybody in here. I would have said, please do me a favor. Start with me. Shoot me right now. Anything to stop this from feeling like this. I don't care. Shoot me. I don't give a shit. Get it done. Let me go get a shirt with a target on it. Shoot my big ass. Just I can't take it anymore. This shit is uncomfortable. That's how bad I felt with the damn working out the first time I did it. But after a while, it went from being complete torture to uncomfortable to not bad to eh, to just something I have to do to surprisingly enough, something I actually started to enjoy. And then it went from enjoyment to I get to work out. Oh, come on, man. I got to finish this up. I got to get my workout and I don't want to miss my workout. We're months before three months before I, well, I was hoping for somebody to walk in and beat me to death which would have been just about as bad feeling as I had working out. And now all of a sudden working out was fun. I didn't even think about it anymore. It was just part of my day. Didn't think about it. Three months had gone by. Go back to the doctors. Now, I didn't weigh myself while I was working out. Never weighed myself. I just figured this is what I got to do. I'm starting to feel pretty good. Go back to the doctor's office, jump on the scale. And she says, whoa. And I go, what's I said, what? She goes, and then she tells me how much weight I lost. And I didn't even realize that I had lost that amount of weight. I couldn't believe it. Three and a half, three and a half months. And I can't remember what the number was, but it was like 30 something, 40, whatever it was. It was like all, it was like a whole damn near everything I needed to lose at that point in my life. And I couldn't believe it. 
And I didn't, and then I, I, I was not weighing myself. Now, granted, when after she said "whoa," then I realized, oh, my clothes are kind of hanging funny. But at, but where I'm, where I was hanging out, everybody wore baggy clothes. That was the style, so it didn't really matter that I had baggy clothes because I fit in with everybody else. It was methodical, everyday doing some stuff, and also it was just really nice to have the doctor give me compliments. It was great because normally when you go to the doctor's office, they don't have any compliments for your punk ass. They're just they're they're like a parrot when you're a teenager. All of your contacts with them are them coming around nagging you and telling you you did something wrong. You never go to the doctor's office and the doctor goes, you know what? You look great. Everything's fantastic. All your tests are great. You know what? You ain't got to do crap. Keep doing what you're doing. In fact, here's a lollipop. That's right. No, the doctor is telling you, what are you doing? What are you eating? What the hell is wrong? You, yeah, nutritionist. And you, I don't even need to put my finger in your ass, but I'm going to put it in there just because I'm mad at you, you dumb bastard. But I don't need a prostate exam. We did it already. I'm doing it again because I noticed you don't like it. And that's why I'm doing it. In fact, I'm have a whole bunch of other people who are learning to be doctors jam their fingers in your ass and i'm gonna tell them not only not to wash them but i'm hoping some of them don't have their fingernails clipped because you need to be taught a lesson you large drinking bastard do some sit-ups damn it look at these lab results i'm sick of you i should just shoot you right now and save everybody the trouble because you're doing nothing but killing yourself in the first place and that's what the doctor sounds like okay maybe not that bad But it's all methodical movements, man. It's all moving in one positive direction, you know. And that's what I think about when I think of 2016. I realize that it's like everybody puts up all these big, giant things they want to do, man. All these things you want to get done. I want to lose this, get that, get that, this. And you think about the big thing and you don't realize you kind of break it down into small, little, tiny pieces. Pieces you can do every day. And that's how I lost that weight, I wasn't sitting there having the big number on the board, this big, giant, daunting number. Oh, my God, I have to lose all that. (laughs) No, man, I just broke it down in the tiny little punk ass steps. And when I broke it down in the tiny little punk ass steps, what happened? I got it done. Yeah, that's right. And that's how I'm going to attack 2016. Now, normally this section of the show would just be me doing some little punk ass intro, letting you know that this is episode 196. You know, and I'd roll into the theme song, but I don't feel like doing it this time. I'm going to do it next time. I'm going to go back to the regular format next time. But I know that a lot of people have written to me, you know, and it's really weird. This is technically a, quote, comedy podcast, unquote. But there's really no category I could actually put this thing in because do I have elements of comedy in the things that I say? Yes. But these are usually just I, I try to make this podcast sound as close to a conversation with someone that I care about and that I like is possible. You know, if I'm hanging out with my friends, they always ask me, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And then they'll listen to me. And which was a really big mistake because now all of a sudden I turn into a, you know, (laughs) it's like you give, you give your friends some good advice three times in a row. And that shit is your job. Now (laughs) That, that is what you're doing with your life now. So I have a lot of friends now and they always ask me, you know, what do you think of this? What do you think of that? And that's what and that's why the that's why uh the podcast is called what it's called, as Anthony says. Some people have written to me and asked me how the podcast got its name and that's how it got it got its name. I used to you know, people would always 
it's really weird when you talk about yourself in the third person. But people go, well, well I just wanted to find out what they say Anthony says. And I was, I'm standing right next to the person, and they're talking to somebody else. And why you keep bothering him? I just wanted to know what S. Anthony says. So I started to, when they would email me something, I would always say, put S. Anthony says dot, 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 and send them emails like that as a joke. Because they would talk about me like I wasn't there sometimes. And uh, because they were like, why are you asking him? Uh, and then the other person, well, I want to ask you some stuff. And I'm like, what the hell is it? Go to a psychiatrist, man. <laughs> you know, the hell, I'm just some dude. I'm just, the, I'm just the least crazy of my friends. So, so the, so what I, the point I'm trying to make here is, you know, the only time I've had the times that I've been successful, uh, in life at all. And there's been some, 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 some nice, nice, some nice things have happened. Is you, as I look at the big picture, look at the big thing that I wanted to do, you know, I just looked at it and broke it down into tiny little steps and every time i did that like literally every time i did that i got either got what i wanted or got some crap just as good or close to as good as as i wanted you know i lost the weight that i wanted to lose at the time you know i was this is some other thing i wanted to do with the time and the times that i failed the times that i failed is when i decided to be johnny perfectionist and, uh, you know, it's not the right time to start doing this. You know, I'll, I'll wait until this happens and then I'll start. And I'll wait. No, I'll wait. Until, I'm not going to ask her out now. I'm going to wait until I lose a couple pounds. And, oh, she's already, oh, she's seeing somebody and the person she's seeing is looks pretty much just like me. And it's like, a, a in fact, he, he, yeah, he does not look as good as I look. In fact, he's actually heavier than I am. And he's he's not, I'm, I'm goofy looking. But this guy's even more goofy looking and he's not even near as funny as me. So basically, she, I was so busy sitting here like a punk being afraid to talk to this delicious woman that she decided to go out and start a dating discount me okay she went out and now she's okay now she's having married and having a baby with low calorie as anthony this is this is really a good idea i'm really glad that i waited to, to ask her out because i'm such a jackass no <laughs> and that's when i decided a long time ago you know Every time I move forward and I grab the hold of something and decide, I say, I want to get this done. I want to do this. I want to do that. Every time I followed the smart instinct, it was it was right. And so far, the smart instinct said to me, okay, dude, there's some things you want to do. And you have to basically just focus on that shit in 2016. Fuck everything else. You know, put your goals up, break it down in the tiny little bit of little bitty steps and methodically work your way through them and. If you do that, you get all the stuff you want. And that's what I'm going to do. And that's what I want my beautiful bastard. That's what I want you guys to do. Now, I know there might be some people that listen to this might be the first episode that they listen to. And they're going to be on iTunes going, this is in the comedy section. Why is this guy telling this goddamn story? What the fuck is he doing? Where's the jokes, goddammit? Well, let me tell you something, you bastard. I got plenty of episodes that are stockpiled full of jokes and funny stories and all of that crap, but it's just straight up comedy that I wrote. But I don't have a category. There's no category on iTunes called whatever the hell he feels like talking about this week. Because if there was one, my delicious chocolate ass would be right in that category. But because I by trade, I'm a comedian, you bastards. This is what you get. So shut it up. <laughs> You know what's really weird though? Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question too. This is something else I wanted to. I wanted to find out from you guys. Does did Christmas feel like Christmas to you? Did it feel like Christmas at all to you this year? You know, I'm at that weird age. I don't have any kids. 
But I've done a whole bunch of test runs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it, it, I'm not going to say what the test runs are, but it rhymes with banging women. Okay, that's actually the thing. It doesn't rhyme with banging women. It was actually banging women. But Okay, I, I did that wrong. Anyway. <laughs> but the funny thing about it is if you're one of those people that if you don't have any kids, Christmas doesn't really seem like Christmas to you, man. Because everybody everybody thinks about Christmas as the as a religious holiday, and technically, I guess, for a lot of people, it is. But to me, Christmas is more of an American holiday more than anything else. Because I'm in America, or wherever wherever you celebrate Christmas. If you're in Australia, because I know I have Australian listeners now um, uh, in the UK, I know a lot of these places celebrate Christmas. And really, I shouldn't have said it's an American holiday. That's that's a little bit too. I didn't mean that to come across as um, uh, like I'm arrogant and oh, he's an arrogant American, that bastard. What I should say is it's more of a cultural holiday depending on where you are. And it's more about, you know, hanging out with your family in, in, in larger groups that you, you know, larger groups than you do during the regular part of the year. You're not hanging out with your family during the course of the year. What the hell would you want to do that? You didn't choose your family in the first place. You didn't choose those bastards. You you were you didn't exist and all of a sudden you existed and now you are stuck with these jackasses and somehow for some way you've been guilted into believing you gotta hang out with these losers. <laughs> but of course I don't mean my family because my family's incredible. <laughs> Your family blows. No, your family blows. High voice, dude. It's really you doing another voice. No, it's not. It's someone else. Because just in case I uh, say something in that high voice that gets me in trouble, I need a little plausible deniability. So pretend that that's actually not just me doing a high voice. Okay. (laughs) Thanks, other person. That's not me. Well, let's be honest, folks. Christmas kind of blows if you're an adult. You know, you hang out with your family and, and, and if you hang out with your family once or twice a year, it's kind of cool. You know, you're around them just long enough to go, yeah, these people that all kind of look like me are pretty nice. And then you go about your business and you go back to hanging out with the people that you actually chose to hang out with and not the jackasses that you've been stuck with your whole life. And you have a great time. You know, if you have if you have a lot of kids in the family and now all my the nephews and the nieces and all of those have babies now, then Christmas, if the babies are really tiny, it still doesn't really feel like Christmas. It doesn't feel like Christmas until kids are old enough to have conversations with you. You know, that's that's when it starts to feel like Christmas. I'm talking about like four, five, six, seven. That's when it starts feeling like Christmas. When the kids are old enough to knock on the door and annoy you about how come they can't go downstairs yet. That's when it's Christmas. That's when it's Christmas, because as an adult, as the adult that buys the toys for the kids, it feels like Christmas to you. Because as soon as you buy them that crap and you tell those little punks to go downstairs and pay with that crap, you're not going to see their little punk asses all day long. Oh, yeah. But as an adult, it doesn't feel like Christmas, man. It didn't feel like Christmas to me. I, like I said, I don't have any kids. I had to go and visit relatives with kids. You know, I don't have a girlfriend right now. You know, I don't have anybody. It didn't feel like Christmas. Holidays don't feel like holidays sometimes after you get to a certain age. I'm 47 years old, man. Holidays don't feel like New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. They don't feel like holidays to me anymore. When I was in my 20s, they felt like holidays. Why? Because after the show, I was taking women to Bang City. But now after a show, okay, I still take women to Bang City, but it's not the same. Because when you're 47 years old and you take women to Bang City, they want to take you to Marriage City. 
When you're 22 years old and you take a woman to Bang City, they just like, hey, that was a great trip to Bang City. But when you're 47 years old, the women you're having sex with are 30 and over. And when you take a woman to Bang City, especially your trip to Bang City with S. Anthony Thomas. Oh, yeah. All of a sudden, you, you say they want to they wanna have babies and get married, and which is great. I would love to have babies and get married. But some of them are nuts. We're just not compatible. So those holidays don't feel like holidays. Fourth of July, Christmas, all these crap-ass holidays that you kind of suck if you don't have a significant other. And then if you have a significant other on those on those damn holidays, oh my God, you know what that means, don't you? You gotta buy gifts. You gotta meet families. You gotta spend too much time together. If I ain't married to you, I don't need to see you every day. And that goes with everything. Yeah, I know I'm kind of rambling a little bit. Some of this is prepared and some of it isn't. That's what you signed up for. Shut your mouth. I'll go back to the regular format next week. But right now, I got some stuff to get off my chest and I need to talk to my beautiful bastards. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) But I don't know, man. It just doesn't feel like the holidays, man. The only kind of moment that felt kind of like the holidays that felt good was when I was playing uh, a video game with my nephew, and that was fun, man. You know, because it was when you have when you have kids that they become teenagers. It's important that the older that the adults hang out with them, and you know, you can give you you can impart a little knowledge with them. They love to have that time with them, even if you're not the dad. If you're the uncle or the older cousin, it's still important that you spend time with the young relatives because they want to spend time with you. You know, they want they want to have that adult time, you know, they, they, that whole it takes a village to raise a child thing. And, you know, some of that's actually some of that crap is actually true. You know, you can't just be, you know, like like when I think about the way I, the, the, the reason some of the reasons I want to get better at myself as a human being is because I think it's a it's a good job to be an example for my other for, for my younger relatives, even if they're in their 20s, because I'm a 47 year old man. And sometimes I see a guy that's 60 years old. And he's really together. He got himself together. Everything's cool. He's in shape. His wife's cool. His life's cool. Everything's great. And I look at that guy like, man, you know, I want to be like that guy. And I'm a grown ass man. And that seeing that influenced me. I was in a right here. I saw a guy who was like 79 years old. I didn't know he was 79 until we started talking. We had that conversation. I thought the dude was 60. Now, not just like not just 60, but a healthy 60 year old. The bastard was damn near 80. And he goes, you know how old I am? I said, I don't know. He's 60. He goes, oh, no, serious. I said, yeah, I'm 60. He goes, well, I'm 79. I said, really? I'm about to be 80. You know? And I'm like, okay. Now, granted, the way he was talking, 80. And so I was like, sounds like you, sounds like you need to build up a build up some steam just to say the words. Maybe you're not as healthy as a thought. <laughs> and then he body slammed me. Okay, that did not happen. He did not body slam me. But he was an 80-year-old guy that looked like looked he was 60 because he was healthy, working out. His wife comes around the corner. She's damn near 80 herself. She looked like she's 60 years old. And I'm looking at these, and I'm a grown-ass man. I'm looking at these two, and I'm like, damn, they're almost twice my age, and I want to be like them when I'm that age. And I'm looking up to these two people. I don't even know them, and I'm looking up to these two people, you know? So if I'm looking up to these two people and I'm a grown ass man, don't you think 19 year olds and 20 year olds and 14 year olds and 15 year olds and 17 year olds are looking up to me and my family? And don't I have isn't aren't I obliged to be the best person I can be for these bastards? Of course I am. But let's go back to my uh, playing uh, 
the video game with my younger relative. So I'm hanging out with this with, with, with the little man, and we're, and we're playing the video games. And now, I used to be pretty good as a, at a video games when I was a kid, back when I played video games. But as you know now, I'm an adult with a, with you know adult stuff to do, and I don't have time to sit there and play video games all day and get good at them. I don't have time for that crap. Why? Because I'm a grown up with stuff to do. I don't have that kind of time. But the kid has that kind of time. Now, as it turns out, I actually did pretty damn good. I did pretty damn good, you know, uh, for somebody that I literally I'd never touched this video game in my life. I did not know what the buttons were. I knew nothing, 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 nothing. But I held my own for a while. I actually won a couple of the games. Now, you have to win three fights in the game for for it to be a complete victory. But I, I would win one out of the three fights. And one time I won the three fights and won a series. But for the most part, I'll keep it real. I got my ass whipped. And there's something funny about a young a person who is about 10 to 15 years away from getting their man strength physically beating you up. Now, granted, it wasn't beating me up myself physically, my physical form, but my electronic digital representation on the screen was getting fucked up royally. And I'm talking about I was getting my ass whipped like in real like if I went over to, you know, like if I went into up a up to a UFC fighter and said, you know what, your mother's a hooker and there's nothing you can do about it. And then I spit my hand and slapped the shit out of him in front of his family. Now, what would happen after that? Well, actually, I would start running because I would get my ass whipped if he caught me. But then again, he's would be in better shape than I am. And then he'd catch me and beat the shit out of me. And that's what would happen. I would get, I would, there would actually be some running. Actually, if I had planned on spitting in my hand and pimp slapping a UFC fighter and getting away, but I would have actually done it from a moving car. I would have spit in my hand and say, drive close to that UFC fighter. And then I'd slap the shit out of him. And then of course the light would turn red and then he would drag me out of the car and beat my ass. Okay. I think I've made my point. But this guy, he's whipping me all across the screen, beating the shit out of me. And I didn't like it. But there was nothing I can do about it. But it was okay because I was spending quality time with my young relative and it was great. Until the trash talking started. Now, when I was winning, I was very gracious about it. I won and he had a look. He wasn't even it's not even like he had a look on his face like he was disappointed because he knew inherently knew that my victory was an aberration. He knew it. Now, if he thought that I was better than him or that I had a chance of really beating him, he would have been ticked off disappointed frustrated but no oh no he had a look on his face like (laughs) oh god he thinks he has a chance (laughs) i mean come on come on i mean you're an old dude to him you're an old dude to him this is i literally own this game i play this all the time and i i underestimated your ability so i was just musing myself at your expense but uh (laughs) i'm going to destroy you now and that's exactly what he proceeded to do the only thing missing was harlem globetrotter music during the ass whipping that's the only thing missing and he starts to trash talk I mean, and and the bad part about it was he was 
he's not like he was good at trash talk. He was just consistent, just would not stop. Just just attacking and attacking and attacking. And this is someone like me who is very good at trash talk. At his age, my trash talking was legendary. My trash talking was destruction. My trash talking could ruin your life. I could make you think that I could make you rethink coming outside for the next month with my trash talking. My trash talking was so devastating that it went, you know, when somebody trash talks somebody and you want to beat them up. My trash talking was so devastating. They didn't even want to beat me up. You know why? Because I had ripped their souls out with my trash talking. And I'm sitting there watching this punk kick my ass and trash talk me. And I'm going if you were anybody else but a younger relative, I would in I would make you quit walking out of the house, punk. You don't even understand the kind of stuff I could say to you. I didn't even need curse words. My my trash talking was so damn good that people would get upset at me because it was so well thought out, well constructed, so sharp and devastating that they thought I had thought about it beforehand and had them planned out. That's how good my trash talk was. And I just, and they were like, I can't, I can't believe you, man. You sat in there and you thought up all these nasty things to say. And then they would say something and then I would react with more fresh trash talk that was so specific to what happened and what they just said that moment that they realized I couldn't possibly have thought of this, this devastating soul crushing trash Trash talk beforehand, I just had really good trash talking skills. Because even people around would go, well, if he, he didn't plan that out, he just, just started that because you just said that and he reacted to it. So he, it's not like he, he came up with that stuff to say. He just thought of it. And the guy goes, oh, my God, you're that good at trash talk. And I said, yeah, I am that good at trash talk. I'm really good at trash talk. You know who else knows I'm good at trash talk? Your mama, because I was trash talking her all night. Now, that wasn't one of my best lines. I just wanted to insult his mom. So my nephew's trash talking me to death and I'm going, this is horrible because his older brothers used to trash talk me and they're a little bit old, they're about seven or eight years older than him. And when they were his age, they did exactly the same thing to me, destroyed me on their stupid basketball games, laughing at me at the same time. Yeah. I didn't mind as much then. I thought it was funny back then, but now that I'm older, it ain't that damn funny. And I looked at him and I'm thinking, you don't even understand, punk, what I could do to you with my trash talk. But I can't do it to him. Just like I couldn't do it to my other. I just couldn't do it. So I was very, very gracious in my brutal defeat. And when I made him a sandwich later on that day, I licked the meat first. <laughs> okay, I did not do that because that's gross. I just took my ass whooping like a man. And that was not that that was not fun for Christmas to get my ass kicked on a video game by my nephew and then having him trash talk me while and because I love the little punk, I can't trash talk him back. So I walked outside. I went to a basketball court. I started playing with some people that I knew that I was better than. And then I trash talked those bastards. And now I'm in the emergency room because I got shot. Okay, that did not happen either. 
Ah, it's Sunday night, man. It's Sunday night. And I don't know, man, do you do you think a Sunday night is the last day of the week or the first day of the week? Me personally, I know technically, I mean, when you look at the calendar, it's the first day of the week, but Sunday is not the first day of the week. What kind of bull crap is that? Sunday's the last day of the week because you got to go to work on Monday. You know, how, are you, how are you going to have the first day of the week and you do nothing? Get the hell out of here. So tomorrow is Monday. And for me, technically, because the holiday fell when it did, to me, technically, I shouldn't say technically, but I should say because it's my kind of my rule for this particular year. My year actually doesn't start. My plans for the year don't literally actually start until Monday, the the fourth. It's like the first it's the first Monday of twenty sixteen. So my plans don't actually start until, you know, Monday. And that's when I'm gonna start doing all the stuff that I was talking about in this episode, you know, all you know, the weight loss stuff and all that other kind of crap. That's when I'm gonna start doing that. You know. Because, I mean, did you ever, did you ever think about that? You ever think about, um, you know, you, you, you're thinking about how the year is going to start and how the year ended? Because I think about how the year ended and all I can think about is not bad. Not bad at all. Because we, we, I, I like to think about the things that actually worked out good the year before instead of thinking about the crap that sucks. Because there's usually a lot of crap that sucks. But the year's been pretty good. I mean, I got a whole bunch of new beautiful bastards this year. That would be you. And then and it looks like I'm going to get a whole bunch of new beautiful bastards. That would be you. You know? Now, what I got to do this, what I'm thinking about, what I think I should do this year, maybe the, the, uh, 2016. I think maybe, maybe. It's girlfriend time. Because I've been holding off on getting a girlfriend because I've been so busy trying to get these other things going on, you know, because I'm one of those guys. I don't know how you feel about it, you know, and this is this applies to men and women. But sometimes you just don't have time for relationships because it just takes too much work. And I don't want to be in a relationship if I can't put time into it. You know what I mean? If, like if, you, if you're working six jobs and you don't have a girlfriend, maybe you want to get to the point where you can, I don't know carve some time out for him because if you go if you have 80s I, I had a girlfriend when i had four jobs and all we ever did was fight why because i wasn't around enough and that was a mistake i said i'm not going to make that mistake again i'm not going to make that mistake again because what happened was you know you, you well you, you got to look at your calendar and it's got all these markings on it, and you realize you marked up your whole calendar with activities and you look around and you realize whoa how am i going to squeeze spending time with my girlfriend into this i actually had a girlfriend come to the house look at the calendar on the wall and she goes <laughs> she looks at my calendar she goes you got more ink than calendar up there i said well you know i'm doing a lot of stuff oh my god when are we going to spend some time together i said well we're here now she goes don't no 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 don't even try don't even try don't, oh i'm here now and because she knew i was trying to get laid that was basically what i was, was going to do one of those you know um <laughs> girl we're here together now and uh and you get big then you pick you up you pick the girl up you carry her into the bedroom you lay her down you jump on top of her and you take her to bang city and she's like <laughs> no you're not getting any of this now either you find some time for me damn it or we're not gonna work out <laughs> and she stormed out of the house 
And I ran after it and I said, you know what, I'm going to I'm going to find time for you, damn it. I know there's a lot of things on that calendar, but I'm I'm really I'm really just oh, how can I do this? How can I tell you this, baby? I'm working all these jobs because I'm trying to build a nest egg, damn it. I'm trying to put some money together for us. Don't you realize I'm I'm doing that for us, damn it. It's not just for me. I think of us. And that's the bull crap I said to her. I kind of meant it, but I kind of didn't. I realized I had to stop her from running out the house crying and being upset with me because I'm the kind of guy that doesn't want the woman that I loved at the time to be upset. And also when she came over to the house, she had on the dress that, you know, that uh, the women have them outfits that they're wearing that when you see, especially if you're in a, in a long-term relationship, if you're really serious about each other like in a relationship where you have a standard date night where you can just jump on top of each other and you know it's it's the real deal and you're really in serious relationship and all of that crap. Um, She had the you're going to get some dress on and as she stormed out, of the room her delicious buttocks was jiggling and the only reason she came over was because she wanted you know to be to have some of her delicious buttocks and i was damn sure offering her my delicious buttocks i was like you can have as much of my delicious buttocks as you want and she was walking out and i felt bad because she was hurt by the fact that she looked at the calendar and knew that that month we weren't going to see each other that much. And that my inconsiderate ass kept adding things to the calendar that I had to do. And I really wasn't thinking about it when I put those things on the calendar. It was such a, such a frenzy of things going on that I didn't even think about my woman. And then she saw that calendar and she knew how hard I worked. But damn it, I should have just made time for her. Damn it. That that's what happened. Did I mention that when she walked out, her delicious buttocks was jiggling, and I was like, "Ain't no way in the world you gonna walk out of here." I, you came over here in that dress, and I and you walked past me with that delicious buttocks, and I know you came over here so we can get it on. And you think you gonna walk out the house without me at least trying to make sure we gonna get it on? Yeah, I don't think so. And then, so I went out there and I grabbed her by the hand and I said all of that crap. I'm doing this for us, and she says, "Oh, that's great." I said, I understand. And you know what I'm going to do tomorrow after we finish having sex three times? I didn't say that part. I'm going to do tomorrow after I take you to Bang City. I didn't say that part. After we go back upstairs and we have some wonderful time together. I did say that part. But what I really meant to say was I'm going to we're going to go upstairs and I'm going to bang the crap out of you. But I didn't want to say that because even in my 20s, I wasn't dumb enough to say that out loud. But I was thinking it. And she goes, okay. And we go back upstairs. And I took her to Bang City. Oh, yeah. (laughs) But I learned back then that, and then that relationship ended horribly. Why? Because I was busy and then, you know, she was just upset about it. You you spend too much time with your damn work with my ass. And I realized that I know how I am. And when my career starts to take off again, I know that I'm going to be very, very busy. And I know that it's going to have to be someone who's understanding enough to know that I have to do what I have to do, who, one, won't get all weirded out and get all pissed off because I'm not around as much as she wants me to be, and, two, she won't go to Bang City with someone else when I'm out working. That also happened once, not with her, but with someone else. So I know now that I I can't, you know, until things get to... 
I can't do the girlfriend thing. I just can't do it until I have my thing set right. Not in the perfectionist type way, but just there's certain things I've already have set up and I'm not going to mess those things up by diverting my attention to someone or I'm not going to go and divert my attention to someone and mess those things up. You know, because like I said, I would love to have a girlfriend, but right now I just can't do it. You know, I mean, I mean, I can do it. I just won't do it is what I should say. I should probably be a little more you know, specific with what I'm saying. <laughs> I get tempted, though. Sometimes I get tempted. I, I, was, I was saying this before, not to you guys, not to you beautiful bastards, but to someone I, I, I met and I was talking to in real life. And do you like when you date somebody, do you like them for the 12? And you're probably going, what the hell is the 12? The 12 is more important than anything else. The 12, the 12. What is the 12? Okay, I'll tell you what the 12 is. You go out on a date, a long date, and you get it on. Total time elapsed, four hours. Now, I'm talking about getting ready. I mean, I'm talking about from the moment you decide you're going to spend time with that person to the moment you either go to sleep or go your separate ways. Maybe it's four hours. Maybe you go to a movie. Maybe you go to a play. Maybe you're just hanging around outside. Maybe you're going antiquing. Whatever the hell you're doing when you're hanging out with that person four hours most of the time. You go to a movie. You shove some food down your throat. You come back to the house. You go to Bang City. You either go to sleep or you go back to your own house. Four hours usually. Four hours. Oh, yeah. So you know you enjoy that part of it. The dating, the power banging. Four hours. Boom. You go to sleep for eight hours. That doesn't count. You're not talking to each other. And you weren't talking to each other during the four hours because as a guy, all you're thinking about is when are we going to get it on? And as a woman, you're thinking this better be good or we're not getting it on. But either way, you're not really conversing with each other when you're not behaving in your normal way. Oh, no. So that's 12 hours right there. The, the dating behavior, the getting it on and all of that crap, the eight hours of sleeping in that garbage, all of that crap. Then there's 12 more hours during the course of the day. And what do you do for those 12 hours? How do you behave towards each other during those 12 hours? How do you, much do you like each other in those 12 hours? And a lot of times, a lot of relationships, you realize when you're not in dating behavior, when you're not getting it on, and obviously not when you're sleeping, you don't like each other oh no you don't like each other and you know you don't like each other you don't you know you don't i've been there i know what it's like to to stand in the doorknob and stare at it for 10 minutes before i decide whether i want to walk in there and talk to her i know what that feels like yes i do I know what it feels like to try to ease out of a girlfriend's house because you know if you stay there long enough, she's going to say something nitpicky or mean that ruins the evening. Oh, you know what I'm talking about. 
Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. You're with a guy and you just want to spend time with him. You just want to talk with him, spend quality time with him. It's not about having sex right now. You may not want to have sex right now. You may be on your period, but you still want to spend time with him because he's the dude. And then he makes a move for some delicious buttocks. And you say you either you're not in the mood or you're on your period or you just don't feel like it. And all of a sudden he turns into a whiny punk ass because he doesn't get what he wants right and now all of a sudden he's not as nice anymore he's not as courteous as as he was all of a sudden you're not that funny anymore all of a sudden well well, my phone rang I have some place to go because I need to be away from you because I want to have sex with you but I can't and that's what I'm talking about and you realize this guy's a piece of crap he just wants to get it on with you but he doesn't really like you as a human being and as a dude you know what I'm talking about you think she likes you as a human being but you realize she just needs somebody to get it on with that doesn't have a disease and you fit the bill punk (laughs) you got to find out whether you like each other for the 12 and so far i haven't found somebody i like for the 12 the 12 that aren't dating or getting it on and the eight that ain't sleeping i haven't found anybody that i like for the 12 i found friend female friends are like you know, but I'm talking about somebody that's going to be in a house with me, somebody that's going to have kids with me or whatever. I need somebody that I like for the 12 and I haven't found anybody that I like for the 12 yet. Oh, no. And that's an important thing to find somebody that you like for the 12. You know, and that's what I want to do in 2016, maybe. At least find somebody that I like for the 12. If you don't have anybody that you like for the 12, I hope you find them. If you're married, I hope you like your spouse for the 12. Because I've seen those couples. Ooh, especially a whole lot last year because I've been out meeting a lot of people to try to get some things set up. And I've seen those couples that kind of make you not want to get married. And I've also seen the ones that want to make you get married. The ones that make you want to get married, they're a little bit on the sickening side. They're all, and you want to just slap the hell out of you. I mean, you don't want to slap them, but you do want to just take your, your finger and pluck them on the nose and say, shut up. We're unhappy over here. You're, have, you're both good looking. You're having regular sex with each other. You obviously like each other and we don't like it. Shut up. Stop rubbing your happiness in our faces, you bastards. Except for you, lady. You can rub your happiness in my face and then the guy beats you up for saying that because that was inappropriate. <laughs> But I think about, as the first podcast episode of 2016, I just wanted to let you guys know what was floating around in my mind about 2016 before I resume regular programming next week. Every once in a while, I'm going to have episodes like this where I'm just basically letting you know what's going on in my mind about certain things sometimes i talk about serious subjects i mean if you listen to me for the past couple of years you know sometimes i'll I'll be very very concise about certain subjects you know there's a you know there was i talked about ferguson and affluenza and various other things that i've that have gone on in the news but sometimes you know you you know you just want to get things off your chest you know what i mean because you guys get a lot of things off your chest to me you know when you write the things to me i think about this i think about that don't talk about it on the show don't talk about it on the show but i just wanted you to know this 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 and this and this and this and this 
So I've I've uh, I've kept my promise to not talk about certain things on the episodes uh, that you guys have said to me. I'm going, why are you writing this shit to me if I can't talk about it? God damn it! But uh, <laughs> but I've honored that. But I, of course, I've honored that request not to talk about those certain things. But I just wanted to I just wanted to talk to you guys um, about 2016. You know, I hope that. You know, obviously, I hope that the stuff that I want to do for me um, comes to fruition. I hope the things that you want to have happen for you happen, too. You know, if you're looking for love, I hope it's not in all the wrong places. I hope you find what you're looking for, because Lord knows I'm going to be looking uh, for myself. If you want to drop a couple pounds, I hope you get get to do that because I got to drop a few pounds myself. And my plan is in 2016, I'm going to drop all the pounds that I need to lose and have it be gone permanently, permanently, permanently. So when I do it, my 27th in 2017, when I have my first podcast of 2017 and I'm rambling about what happened during the course of the past year and what I want to do in 2017, it has nothing to do with losing the weight. Hopefully that problem will be long gone. And hopefully I'll be sitting there talking next to some gorgeous woman who's going, hey, so you were a piece of shit last year, huh? And I'm like, yes, I was a piece of shit last year, but I'm in great shape now. And now I have about 16.7 trillion beautiful bastards. And then she's going to go, um, there's only 7 billion people on the planet and I'm going to go, don't ruin this for me, okay? I like you for the 12, but right now I'm kind of liking you for the 11.58 because you just ruined the past two minutes. Now shut up, punk. And then she's going to go, oh, so I'm, oh, I'm a punk now? Well, if I'm, I'll see if I'm a punk later on when you turn off this microphone and you want to put your hands on these and I'm going to look at her delicious chest yummies and go, you're right, honey. Whatever you just said, you're right. Because I don't want to have an argument with you. Because if you get mad, you're not going to get it on with me. She goes, exactly. You are, you better, you better act. And then I'm going to shut my punk mouth, do what she says, and take it to Bang City. <laughs> but I just, I just want to say that, um, you know, I know that just like me, I know that there's people. That, I know that you guys are out there. You got to be thinking about what you're going to be doing in 2016. You know, and I really, really hope that everything that you want to have happen for you in 2016, I hope it all happens for you no matter where you are in the world. My beautiful bastards in Australia, my beautiful bastards in the UK, my beautiful bastards in Canada, my beautiful bastards here in the United States of America, my beautiful bastards wherever you are in the world. I just wanted this to be this first podcast of 2016, just to know because you guys have asked me questions about certain things. And even though I can't address you, individually or I can't address you because some of you, like I said, have written me and asked me questions, but you didn't want to be mentioned by name or, or anything like that. Uh, I basically in this, in this uh, rambling hour of me talking like a jackass, I just wanted you to know um, some of the answers to your questions and that, and uh, let you know that I, you know, I, I appreciate you. I really do. You know, you've made the last two years really, really cool for me. Um, mainly because of, uh, like I said, what you write and, um, you know, the reviews and, um, you know, the tweets and direct messages and stuff like that. And I really have to let you know that I, mean, I can't answer them all, but I, I do see them as many as I can. And um, I appreciate them and I appreciate you. So this has been the first episode of 2016. Um, 
just wanted to get this out of the way, meaning get this to get these thoughts out of the way and let you hear them. And we will resume regular programming next week. Uh, this is episode number 196, the first of 2016. This is the S. Anthony rambles like a jackass for an hour for his beautiful bastards episode. I want to thank you very, very much for listening to me. Uh, follow me on Twitter at, at, at S. Anthony Thomas. Follow me or the follow the show's Twitter at S. Anthony says on Twitter. And um, more than anything, as I leave, because there will be no theme song, because there was no theme song in the beginning, because this is just a episode where I wanted to get some thoughts out there for you. Um, I just want to say thank you for everything. And I'm going to go back to the regular crap I normally do next week. S. Anthony out.